Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 570. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon, we'll show you how you can receive one. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including postage and handling. Um, we have uh, some very nice songs for you this evening. We've got uh, letters. We've got... Uh, powerful message from the Lord. So just stay tuned and let's go to the throne. We know that the Lord is in us and those of us that are born again in the spirit. And we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about a thing because if God be with us, who or what could be against us in this world? Uh, Lord, we ask that you pour out your spirit on this service. Use your servant Use me, Lord God, to bring about a message that will be sensational, that will be life-giving to those that are listening. And, Lord, uh, and that it will be giving strength to your body, your church. Lord, <clears throat> reprove, rebuke the devil. Uh, stop him in his tracks. Put a stop to him, Lord. Put snares before him and all over him. Lord, destroy his works. Destroy his works, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone says amen. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Here I am with uh, J.D. Sumner in the Stamps Quartet to sing for your consideration. Dash. 
and yours truly uh, doing consideration for you. We have to consider everything that we're doing to make sure that we make it into the kingdom of heaven. There's all kinds of things to consider. Uh, yesterday I was bringing a message that told um, the things that uh, God calls vomit of dogs. Sin, uh, God calls sin, vomit of dogs. Because there's no other words that God can explain to a human being than uh, the things uh, that uh, are in the Word of God. He makes it for everybody to know that he does not like sin. He hates it. He hates it so much because it cost his son, and his son, uh, his self, actually, to come to earth as a man. Now, God is three persons, and they are never separated. And so this is what God calls. He had to go to uh, the cross and then to hell and go through all this uh, to the depths. He went to the depths of every sin that mankind has ever committed so that he was able to cover those sins with his blood. And so he states that uh, these sins are what God calls the vomit of dogs, the venom of serpents, the stench of rotten flesh, and so on. These are the, the, the names, of the worst that God himself can say. Uh, therefore, sinful sin which is in Romans 7.23 we did yesterday. Now, what shall be done to the thing that the great God of heaven and earth, who created heaven and earth and everything, uh, thus hates, thus loathes, and loathes with such uh, names as dishonor, thereby to signify his abhorrence of it. Well, uh, you know, uh, this is the thing that robs the Lord of his glory. And uh, I'm going to continue on uh, regarding the law of First John 3, 4. A few, these are, go ahead and read uh, John 3, 4. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. And this is in the New Testament, amen? Amen. So if there's no law anymore, then why is uh, the Lord talking about this uh, through his apostle John? These are a few words, but of such weight 
that is enough to cause the soul to want to pass the soul that commits it into hell. And some people, they they just uh, listen to the gospel just like they're listening to a novel or something. And when you say the word hell, they still have a smile on their face because they're so far gone that they don't really meditate on what hell is. But a sin is... Um, uh, these are words that uh, you just read in First John 3, 4 uh, are few, few words, but of such weight. Enough because God is the one that sent them to press the soul that commits them to hell, that commits sin to hell. Yes, to press sin itself to death in the heart of a saint. Now, if a heart of a saint presses sin out of their heart by keeping the reading the word of God and seeing how that's done, that's to stay in the spirit all the time. Amen? Amen. And people keep forgetting that because Satan wants to snatch the words of God out of your mouth to the point where you don't remember them anymore so that you continue, even after a message like this, uh, we'll... Totally, the, the birds of the air, the devil, will come and snatch them out of your heart so that no more than a few minutes or an hour after a message like this, uh, the whole message is gone. So uh, a uh, saint, to press sin itself to death in the heart, it has to be done now to press sin to death in your heart. Uh, in the heart of any saint, if laid on with these considerations, consider me, Lord, these considerations. One, whose law is it by sinning that you think you are breaking? Whose law is it that you think you're breaking, you smart aleck uh, person who's going to hell? You think it's just some government agent or something? It is not that of some uh, petty government agent. And yet such conceive their honor so deeply concerned in their laws. These government agents conceive in their heart that their laws are more important and the people in the country, the world, are considering that the loss of some petty government agent is to be consumed with honor, so deeply concerned in their loss that they take vengeance on the violators of them, then uh, taking vengeance on those who uh, break the laws of so great an almighty God, whose glorious name is in every attribute uh, salted and reproached by the sinner, the Gentile sinner or the Jew sinner. Yet the very life and being of God is uh, endeavored to be destroyed whenever people break his law. So his honor and being uh, 
of God is endeavored to be destroyed every time someone decides to sin. They just feel they're so rich, so very rich and so satanic, full of adultery and homosexuality and lesbianism, that they um, endeavor to destroy God's honor and the life that the that living God has in his word to those that see them sinning. Sin is decided for he that would rob God of his honor is an enemy to his very being because God's being is so wrapped up in his glory that he cannot outlive the loss of his glory. And you, evil, don't care anything about God's glory. And that's why God's glory is going to burn you up on his way down from heaven onto this earth. It is true that are above the reach. God's honor is so far above the reach of the sinner's short arms. They just can't get up to him. And therefore, they're already condemned to hell. And they don't understand why they're so cursed. They can't gain weight when they need to. They can't lose weight when they want to. And they keep getting uglier and uglier by the day. And they still don't realize that they're cursed. Because God's glory is so far above the reach of their, the sinner's short arms. Their little stubs of flesh and bone that they, uh, whenever they feel that they're in trouble, sometimes they say, oh God. But they're dead. Twice plucked up like the dead tree. With no fruit on uh, their vines or their branches. But that is no thanks to him because his sin aims at God's glory and all these. Though it cannot carry its shot so far as to hurt God. Do you think by sinning that you're hurting God? I've heard that preached by false prophets so so many times that it's unbelievable. If it hurt him, it doesn't hurt him to hear them cry from hell. Uh in an endless eternity of hell. What law it is not cruel, written with the blood of his preachers. There's so many preachers that have been destroyed because of sinners. And there's not a law that God allows people uh, to destroy his preachers. But they shed the blood of his preachers as the laws of some tyrant government agent are who consult their own lusts and not their people's good in their ethics. But this law is equal and good in keeping of which is life. So that no provocation is given by any rigor of unnecessary taxes. God isn't imposing any unnecessary taxes to you, imposed upon us to rise up against it. 
What iniquity, says God, quote, have your fathers found in me? Have you found any sin in me? Have I done anything wrong to you, you bunch of weasels on earth? And I say weasels because God said for everyone to cease from mankind whose nose is in their, whose breath is in their nose, whose one breath is in their nose, for how lightly is man to be accounted. Have your, uh, what sin, God says, have your fathers found in me that they are gone far from me? Jeremiah 2, 5. Thus saith the Lord, What iniquity have your fathers found in me, that they are gone far from me, and have walked after vanity, and are become vain? Like it's hurting God. If you go to hell, it doesn't hurt God at all. It's just like uh, you or myself throwing some rubbish into an incinerator, and you close the door and you walk away from it. That doesn't bother God at all. He calls you trash. Uh, he calls you hmm, stubble, thorns. You bear no fruit whatsoever. You're worthless. The same thing as if you pulled a scab off your body and threw it on the ground. You're not going to mourn over it or uh, do anything with that, but just be glad that it's all for you. He that put away his wife was to give her a bill of divorcement, declaring the cause of his leaving her. Therefore, God condescends to exposure with sinners. He's going to come down and say, because sinners always say, What have I done? What evil have I done, Father God? When they're, they're not, he's not their father at all. So the Lord condescends to this same thing by saying, you know, uh, have uh, what then have uh, your fathers found in me? So he's saying that just to show you how wicked you are because you can't find anything wrong with God. It may be that he doesn't think the way you do or is the way you are. That's fine. So he, therefore, God condescends to exposure, to expose himself with sinners. He expostulates with them and asks what evil they can charge him with, or what evil can they charge upon him or his government. God's government is good. God is good and his government is good. Amen? Amen. That they forsake him. Why do people want to leave God when the only decent thing uh, that they have is uh, with God and that uh, it is only through Christ who is God that they're going to be able to get out of this world and out of the oven below this in the midst of this earth and to heaven so what evil are they able to charge God with or his government, that they forsake him. But alas, no more cause can be given than why a beast in a fat, sweet pasture should break the heads to get into a barrel. 
uh, of barren land or a dirty lane or road, a field that is much less than what it is standing in. For nothing but starvation is to be had. God has us standing in lush green pastures, amen? Amen. With flowing rivers of water. And uh, people are considering leaving him to eat dust off of a dusty, dirty, filthy road and then to eat fire and to fry in a fire forever. There's nothing but starvation to be had. And look at the food prices today. Uh, I've uh, talked to some pretty wealthy people on the phone just recently and said, Tony, I can't believe it. Usually I don't do any shopping at all, but I went into the market and I started noticing the prices of things there. And it just, it's unbelievable how people can make it out there and the price of gas, etc. But the people that are really of the Lord, that really are blessed by him because they keep his law, his commandments, they don't even know that there's uh, this problem out there unless uh, we learn it because we want to show people how well we have it and how little they have. People have come into this church starving to death. We take them out to eat and they'd want two or three meals, half a dozen desserts. Say, well, why don't you just wait a little bit and order one meal now and then one dessert. And then if you want more than that, you know, we'll give you some more, okay? Just a matter of money with us because God has always given his people enough to eat and to have clothing and to have everything else that goes along with being in the ministry. Well, number three, at whose motion the poor uh, creature transgressed the good law of God. Was God causing him to do that or was it somebody else? some other creature that moved upon him to do so. And that is of a cursed spirit. You are listening. You are listening to a cursed spirit. And that cursed spirit wants you to be cursed along with him so that uh, you can spend eternity in hell with them. The evil, the devil, no less, our enemy than God's enemy. It's our enemy more than God's enemy because God has got it made. He's in the kingdom of heaven. He's not going to hell. He's not going to cry if you go to hell. Mm -hmm. You're not going to hurt him. The devil makes you think that you're really going to get even with God if you commit sin. You're not going to get even with God. God is in paradise. And he wants you to be there, too, and that's why he puts us through some fire and he tests people to see what their metal is, what they're made out of. So he's our enemy. He can't make God go to hell. He can only make you go to hell, you poor subject of Satan. Now, for a child's solicitation... Of his father's greatness, great, that greatest enemy, and his own also to take up rebellious uh, arms against a dear, loving parent. 
adds to the monstrosity and, and unnaturalness of the fact. This you do, Christian, when by sin you have transgressed the law of God. And now, by this time, I think I see your uh, blood to rise and boil at me with anger in yourself while your God points it out to your sin and tells you, quote, This, O oh my child, is the enemy that would take away my glory and life as well by your means, by you who by a debt both uh, of nature and my power. That's what the saint says. Owes your um, entire whole self to live and die for the maintaining of my honor. Why are you supposed to keep the commandments to give honor and glory to the Lord? It gives no glory to God when you are tempted to sin and then you do it. What you're doing is trampling the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ underfoot and putting him to open shame and glorifying your God, which is Satan. When people say, I believe in God rather than Christ, that makes me to know or wonder, well, who is their God? The devil? Because most of the people, the Bible says, uh, their God is Satan in this world because uh, everyone of the world has been deceived. Amen? Amen. Are you not as ready to feel, fall upon your sin and drag it into execution as the servants of uh, Ahasuerus, King Ahasuerus in the Bible? Uh, a few people have studied the book uh, in the Bible of uh, Esther. King Ahasuerus had about uh, 10,000 wives, I've, to, I've been told. Are you like the servants of Ahasuerus who lay hold of Haman and cover his face as a son of death when their prince did but uh, vent his wrath conceived against him? That's Esther 7, 8. Do you have that? Yes. Let me hear it. Then the king returned out of the palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine, and Haman was fallen upon the bed whereon Esther was. Then said the king, Will he force the queen also before me in the house? As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. So what Haman wanted to do is to destroy all the Jews, and didn't realize, I reckon, that Esther was a Jew, and that uh, she was the favorite of the king, Ahasuerus. And when she found out from her cousin uh, that uh, this is the mischief that Haman uh, was planning, she went to her husband, the king, because Haman was building a uh, gallows for to hang uh, Esther's cousin. And uh, after this, the king, uh, when he found out about it, he uh, put him to death on the same gallows. Certainly, we're, but the love of God will kindle in our bosoms. We should even spit 
fire on the face of any that desires to tempt us to sin against God. You think that I'm not able to do something like that or that I would hesitate to do that? Uh, and four, the prop, uh, properties of sin discovered by the word of God. What are the properties? Hmm? I shall content myself with three of them. It has one, a defiling property. Two, a disturbing property. And three, a damning property. One, sin has a defiling property called filthiness of the flesh and spirit, human spirit. Secondly, we go to 2 Corinthians 7, 1. What it does is it uh, besmears both. Quote, the whole world is said to quote, lie in wickedness, unquote, as a beast in his dung or as a rotten carcass in its slime and putrefaction. Okay, read that. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Okay, first John five nineteen, find that while I'm reading. It is that leprosy which inflicts man in the very house he lives in as well. Wherefore did God send the flood in Noah's time? How come he sent that flood? But to wash away that filth that filthy generation as dung from the face of the earth. But because this pest house of the world is not cleared sufficiently, it is reserved for a more thorough purging by fire at the last day. Do you but think, Christian, uh, what a beautiful Man was, till he was broken, if I may say so, by sin. This is how you were broken, by sin. And what a glory sinned. Um, do you think that uh, the glory uh, sinned or shined upon the whole creation before sin by its poison, poisonous breath, had dimmed and blasted it, and then, yes, what a filthy thing it is, what a strong poison it is that not only diffused its malignity through the soul and body of a man, but had such dreadful effects upon the whole spirit and completeness and frame of the visible creation that it will never come to its first beauty till like a um, battered cankered piece of plate it be melted and refined a universal conflagration 
and is not your soul yet loathed with the thoughts of sin? Don't you just hate even the thought of sin? If you don't, well, then you're not at all close to the Lord. Some beasts, they say, the enemies for one, will die before she will be got into the dirt to defile her beautiful skin. And uh, will you, Christian, and that after it has cost Christ his blood to purchase his spirit for your cleansing, but able yourself in a puddle of sins, God forbid. Did Ezekiel so abhor to eat food cooked by man's dung, imposed on him by God, that he cries out, Ah, Lord God, get this scripture, Ezekiel 4.14, Ah, Lord God, behold, my soul hath not been polluted, Ezekiel 4.14. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, my soul hath not been polluted, for from my youth up even until now have I not eaten of that which dieth of itself, or is torn in pieces, Neither came there abominable flesh into my mouth. And is any unclean lust, which God himself compares to, no better than so dainty a bit as to be desired by you, Christian, who is, who has sat at the Lord's table and knows what um, entertainment there is to be had. I think that you should uh, rather cry out with the prophet, quote, Ah, Lord God, my soul has not been, or at least let it not be polluted with this abomination, this abominable thing. Okay, and number two, sin has a disturbing property. Sin breaks the peace of the soul, yes, of the entire world, the soul of the whole world or the entire world. It brings confusion with it and makes the place a seat of war, whatever it comes or wherever it comes. An army of evils are at its heels, so set down where it is lodged. Quote, If thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Genesis 4, 7. Quote, There is no peace, saith my God to the wicked. That's Isaiah seven twenty one. Here is God's hand. We see to the warrant sentencing the sinner to the rack of a self-torturing conscience who is able to express the anguish which an accusing conscience feels and those dreadful fits of convulsion with which it reads 
and treats itself. One you hear again and crying out, quote, There is no soundness in my flesh because of your anger. Neither, dot, 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 any rest in my bones because of my sin. Psalms 38.3 Another one is, While I suffer thy terrors, I am distracted. That's Psalms 88.15 Go ahead, read. Psalm 38.3 There is no soundness in my flesh because of thine anger. Neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. Okay, and the other one, 88.15. I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. While I suffer thy terrors, I am distracted. Right, this is what sin does to so. And a third quote, quote, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Genesis 4.13. So we're not only tortured when we get slung into hell in the lake of fire, we suffer the um, horrible, horrible condemnation of a convicting soul, a, con- a convicting conscience. Go ahead. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Okay, and a fourth. So unable to stand under the uh, clamor of his guilt that he runs to the halter and hangs himself to get out of the din and dolor it makes in his ears. Matthew 27, 5. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Matthew 27, 5. Okay, and is not he like to be well cursed of his torment that throws himself into hellfire to find ease the conscience is a very disturbing uh, part of a person's soul when a person sins because they find no peace on earth so he put himself in hell to uh, so to find some ease, and yet there's no ease in hell at all. But the fact that you know that you're getting your just dessert. And as sin disturbs the inward peace of the soul, so the outward peace of the world. What else but sin has put the world in an uproar and set all the creations and its uh, creatures together by the ears. Have you ever been yanked up by your ears? Well, that's what's happening to you people out in the world now with all the threats of terrorism and the threats more than terrorism from the Lord. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts, that war in your members while you're alive here on earth? That's James 4, 1. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your members? Right, people are uh, given to lust. That's James 4, 1, chapter 4, verse 1. They're full of lust today, and they find no peace. 
And you find these people extremely angry all the time because of the lust. The Bible states that God is angry with the sinner all day long. And the people of the Lord are angry as well. But these people, the ones that are uh, not of the Lord that sin, uh, they uh, are uh, angry because of lusts that are warring constantly in their members. It's causing them so much confusion all day that they just are actually angry with their own conscience that is doing this to them. And they it's like a bunch of uh, butterflies and millers and bees and hornets around their head all day, and they're in a, such a confusion that uh, they're angry. And it's their lusts that are warring in their human members. This sets nearest relations at bitter feuds, um, firing the house over their heads so that husband and wife, parents and children cannot abide together under one roof. Delilah, she betrays her husband unto his bloody enemies into the hands and Absalom rises up to take away the life of his own dear father. This is the whisper that, quote, separates chief friends, unquote, and makes those that have drunk of our cup to lift up the heel upon us and with whom we have, quote, taken sweet counsel together, unquote, to plot our ruin and give counsel against our very life. In a word, such a kindled fire, sin is that the flames it kindles fly not only from one neighbor's house to another, but from one nation to another. All the water in the sea that runs between kingdom and kingdom cannot quench the wars uh, it ra raises, but it makes men that live at one end of the world against uh, the other thirst for the blood and the treasure of those that live at the other end so that the earth is but as a cockpit where there is little else but fighting and killing one another. And it uh, and is this the guest you can find in your heart to bid welcome within your bosom? Number three, sin has a damning property. All the uh, mischief sin did us was in this entire world. It is, was bad enough, considering our short stay here. It would give some ease to our thoughts that we should have done 
with it in this life together, but to be worried here by it and damned for it also to eternal torments in another world. This is intolerable. I think that place, Matthew 25, 41, quote, depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, unquote, should make us sit down. Read it. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Should uh, make us sit down and consider whether any sin be so pleasurable or desirable as should make it worth lying in endless torments to obtain and enjoy it a few fleeting days and months that are at an end almost as soon as their beginning commences. You know, sinner, already the best of your sinful pleasure, but not the worst of your punishment, which is so great as loses its emphasis by translating it into our language and clothing it with expressions borrowed even from those things that most dread is uh, dread us in this life. Alas, what is the fire and brimstone we see and fear so much here to that which burns in the infernal lake? Truly little more than painted fire in the wall uh, is to that which burns on our heart. This in our chimney <coughs> was made for our use and comfort chiefly, but that fire in hell and the lake of fire, whether material or not, and it is uh, material, is not made material to know. It is for no other end than to torment sinners. It's not for looking at a wall with fire on it, but it's for your torment, you sinners. This in our kitchen is kindled by a little puff of wind and quenched by a little water. But, quote, the breath of the Lord like a stream of brimstone does kindle that. Unquote. Isaiah 30, verse 33. Where shall we find uh, buckets of water to quench that which God kindles? They say a, a smelling of the earth is healthful for the body. And taking in the scent of this sulfurous pit by frequent Meditation cannot but be as wholesome for the soul. If many had descended there into hell while on earth, their souls had not. It is like a dropped into hell 
where their bodies fell into the grave. Listen, Christian. Be uh, sometimes walking in the company of those places of Scripture which set out the state of the damned in hell and their exquisite torments in that place. This is the true, quote, house of mourning, and the going into it by serious meditation is a, a sovereign means to make, quote, the living lay it to heart. And laying it to heart, there is the last fear that you will throw yourself by the impenitency into this so uncomfortable place. Who is offered so firmly in mention in heaven's blissful place upon your faith and repentance? Maybe we have time for one letter. You'll have to hurry. We only have one minute. Dear beloved spiritual father, Tony Alamo, greetings in the gracious and merciful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As a team of 20 pastors, we distributed your soul-winning tracts in the Telugu language at various places among the people. We needed 10,000 tracts for distribution for one month, so we have reprinted your tracts entitled Difficult Mountain, The Tree, The Looking Glass, Brace Yourselves, and that's what it's all about in the Telugu language. We distributed these tracts in different marketplaces, and many people were glad to receive your tracts. They read them and repented of their sins and committed their lives to Jesus Christ. The people are being converted by reading your powerful soul-winning tracts, so we urgently need prayer sheds for worship services with signboards of the Tony Alamo Christian Church. Please help us to build prayer sheds in different areas. A servant of Christ, Pastor S. Rao from Andhra Pradesh, India. Okay, well, I always tell people that you can pray anywhere. We used to pray in our little shack behind the shack in Hollywood. What you really need is devotion and to pray to the Lord because I'm not the Lord. I'm just one of his servants. And, you know, a lot of people seek that. We'll supply you with all the tracts you need and uh, Bibles and everything else. But we uh, we have to confine to that because this is what the Lord wants us to do. Now, what we need to do is have devotion. Now, but devotion means addiction. Are you devoted to the Lord? Are you addicted to him? Are you eager? Uh, do you have eager inclination, strong attachment to him? Ardent love or affection, zeal, religious fervor, devoutness, or piety? Right now, let's pray because, you know, uh, this message was uh, to consider sin and it's uh, what's going to happen to those that don't repent of it. So say this prayer for repentance. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. And I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all of my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because 
you said so in your word. Your word says that you will turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, just raise your hands up and praise the Lord, and uh, read the King James Version of the Bible. I'm here, Sharon, to tell you how you can receive a copy of this uh, audio tape number 570. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479 782 7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for another powerful message from the Lord. And now here's the woman that I just brushed, uh, you know, that I, we just met uh, while she was singing. Uh, I was in the audience and she wanted to see what was on my hat. It actually was an open mouth of a rattlesnake. And she wanted to see it. And I said, yes, if you'll sing my favorite song that you did, and that was uh, Star Eyes. And she said, okay. And here she is to sing. I'm so glad that she's sang gospel songs as well. And here is she is to sing. His eye is on the sparrow. Carmen McRae. And why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be And long for heaven and home When Jesus is my captain My
I sing, I sing. 